Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Halfway Healthy Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Johnson, and in this podcast, you're going to learn tips and strategies on how to improve your mental health from my own personal mental health journey. And in this particular episode, we're going to talk about how to stop trying to control other people. Now, disclaimer, I am not a licensed psychologist or therapist. The opinions and advice that I share are based on my own experience and lessons that I have learned from going to therapy. This podcast is not a replacement for going to therapy. I highly encourage everyone to go see a professional therapist. It has helped my life immensely. If you're having thoughts of harming yourself or others, please dial 911 or seek professional medical care immediately. I'm going to tell you about a time when I was dating my kid's mom. I was about 16 and she was 17 at the time. And she had a car and I was in the passenger seat and she was driving the car. And I just remember her just minding her own business, being quiet. And I wanted to talk. I wanted to have a conversation. I wanted to. But instead of me just talking to her, I was asking her, hey, man, why don't you be more talkative? Why are you so quiet? As if it's her. It was her fault <laughs> that we weren't having a conversation. I was looking at her like, man, you just so quiet. Why don't you say something? We should be talking right now. Like, what's what's the problem? I mean. Can't you ask me questions? Can't you say something that's on your mind or anything like that? Or all of my efforts were were in controlling her in order for me to feel comfortable about having a conversation. You, you know, it sounds absurd now when you think about it, but literally all I had to do was just ask her some questions like, hey, how was your day? She wasn't like ignoring me. She just was being quiet, just had her eyes on the road and was just didn't have anything to say. Now, if I wanted to talk, why didn't I just ask her some questions or tell her about my day? This is a great example, although it, it seems absurd. It actually did happen. It's a great example of how we can try to control others in general. Instead of looking at ourselves, instead of looking at how we can contribute, we're looking outside of ourselves, looking at someone else. And trying to change them in order for us to feel more comfortable. Now, I have been for years prior to me uh, getting to therapy and learning about control. I used to try to control all kind of things. Um, I've learned, however, that, man, when you try to control other people, you're just asking for brain damage. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be uh, get angry. You're going to uh, feel like quitting, just giving up, feel hopeless because it's literally tr like trying to squeeze blood of, out of a rock. It's possible that you, you feel like you're actually, you know, controlling someone. Actuality, they have to decide what they want to do. Trying to control other people is a waste of time. And you really don't want to do that. You want to focus your efforts on controlling yourself because it's just so it's a better life because when you try to control others, a lot of negative 
consequences stem from that. Real angry, disappointed, and out of that anger, already aware of the consequences that anger can, that's unchecked can have, you know, can turn into rage. It can be abusive, uh, cause someone to be abusive emotionally and possibly physically. And unfortunately, I used to be emotionally and physically abusive to my partner in an attempt to try to control them. I mean, it was, oh, it was insane. You know, yeah, I was young, but I did that in several different ways all the way up until my 30s or 40s. And uh, so that's really why you don't want to do it if you want to stay away from the negative consequences uh, that happens because it's almost inevitable that you're going to be abusive if you're trying to towards someone else, if you're trying to control them. Okay. Now, what is a good way to stop controlling other people? Stop trying to control other people. What would be some, um, some tips that you could do in order to, um, learn to control your own actions? Tip number one, allow others to do what they want to do. And at the same time, be aware of your own boundaries. Okay, so what does that mean? Am I saying allow people to abuse you, to cross your boundaries without any consequences? Absolutely not. You got to be aware of your boundaries and what consequences you're going to employ when someone crosses the boundaries. However, the boundaries and the consequences are designed to control your own behavior, not someone else's behavior. See, that's a misconception. And one misconception that I used to believe is that when you have a boundary and a consequences for the boundary that you're trying to force or change the behavior of someone else, that's not true. What I've learned in therapy is that it's the, the consequences are actually designed to let you know what you're going to do in response to unwanted behavior. Now, however, sometimes someone's behavior will change based on a consequence that you um, communicate. For example, if uh, someone's yelling at you and you say, hey, if you continue to yell, I'm going to walk out the room. I'm going to go into another room. They may realize, you know what? I don't want you to go to another room. I'm going to be quiet. Okay. That's a secondary benefit, but it's not the primary purpose of the consequence for the boundary. The consequence in the boundary is to protect yourself and to, and to control your own behavior. That's really what this is all about. If you focus solely on controlling your own behavior, then you won't it doesn't matter what another person does. You can say, if, if you continue to yell, I'm going to go in another room and they can keep yelling. No problem. Then, then you, you, what you will do will go into another room or, or go out of the house, whatever boundary or consequence you have set for yourself because they're all personal. Okay. All, everyone has different boundaries of what they'll put up with and what they want and what consequences are appropriate for each person. That's something that you would decide. But the first thing is you got to you got to let and allow and accept whatever someone else does. That way, your mind can be clear enough to decide what you want to do. 
Because if you don't do that, if you don't, if you say, hey, that, I can't let that happen. And you're so attached. Then you're going to just focus on ex the exterior of yourself and just on other people trying to get them to, to change. And it's just going to be a lose, lose situation. So allow others to do what they want. At the same time, be aware of your boundaries and only focus on your own personal responses. Number two, decide if the unwanted behavior is something that is uh, a non-negotiable boundary or is it just something different and it would be nice if it happened. Every time someone does something that is unwanted or a uh, behaves in an unwanted fashion doesn't mean it's a non-negotiable boundary. Okay. You, you ought to be, you want to be aware of what your non-negotiable boundaries are, meaning maybe someone hitting you, um, infidelity or whatever. But if someone doesn't, I don't know, wash dishes the way you would wash dishes, that's not, you can accept that. And then just Realize, you know, it'd be nice if they did it my way, but it's not a deal breaker. I'm going to let it go. Not everything needs to be responded to. Right. Some things you, you have to ask yourself when it when it happens. Is this a big deal? Eh, if it's not, I'm, a, I'm not going to worry about it. You know, and if it is, then you will know, hey, this is a, a, a one of my boundaries, non-negotiable. And if you cross it, then this is what I'm going to do. OK. So be aware that not everything has to be addressed as far as um, a consequence or a boundary. You might just go ahead and go along with it. And it's not that big of a deal. Um, number three. This basically falls in line with number one. Focus on controlling your own behavior, only controlling your own behavior. See, you don't want to get caught up in a trap of I'm going to focus on controlling my behavior and I'm going to control your behavior too, the other person's behavior. Nope. Let them be responsible for their behavior and you're responsible for your behavior. It's life is so much easier. Trust me on, by doing that. You know what? You just want to know what the person is going to do. And then you respond based on your own personal boundaries, the way you want to respond. That's best for you. OK. And that's pretty much it. I just want to get a, a, a general overview of the negatives of controlling other people and then what you can do to control yourself. But it starts with a mindset. You really need to really solely focus on yourself and let other people focus and decide for themselves. Whether it's what you want to hear or want to see or not, it doesn't matter. Whatever they do, you have to have the confidence to say, whatever they do, I know how to protect myself and I'll respond in kind. All right, that's it for now. Hope you enjoyed that information. Till next time, talk to you later. Thank you for listening.